Welcome to the Your Mom Has a Blog podcast. I'm Chad Edgington. I'm Melissa Edgington. It's good to be with you again. It's been a little while since our last podcast. We, we're going to start uh, doing this more often because we've been getting a few shout-outs. Uh, we got a shout-out from Scott Jeffries. The Grow Up blog. And then we got a shout-out from our sister-in-law, Jill Edgington. At Christmas, and she was like, I listened to your podcast. And she was upset that she did not get a shout out at the last podcast. So, not only are you getting a shout out, Jill, um, you're getting like, you know, top billing. Like on the right out of the bat, or right off, right out of the shoot, it's right off the bat. Yeah. We're getting uh, you some recognition. Jill, thanks for listening. We're glad that you listen. Let me turn up your microphone a little, Melissa. Hold on. I'll try that. Is that better? Hello. Okay. Let's move a little Can you closer. hear me? Not really. Yet. My headphones are really quiet. Well, I think you can come a little closer to the mic. She's sitting in our big wicker chair. It's hard to scoot it, scoot it around. It's not 80s wicker. It's more... Yeah, it's modern. It's a saucer chair. It's what I call modern wicker. <laughs> Is that a thing? It's kind of like, um, you know, it's more like mid-century modern wicker. When you say wicker chair, I picture, you know, a chair with a huge six-foot back with all mm. this swirly wicker on it. I know. Isn't it weird when you, have you have you seen maybe some of these, uh, I don't know, Clickbait, I think is what they call it. They're just trying to get you to look at something, and they'll have a headline on an article you'll see on Facebook or somewhere. They'll say, look how styles have changed over the last... So-. And they've just got pictures from magazines, uh, you know, over the past, just to see, like, what did, what, what did interior design... I don't think I've ever seen that headline, but something like, what were the styles the year you were born, you know? What did what did furniture look like? And I was born in 1975, and it looked bad. It was really ugly. It was like all this um, avocado green. And my mom, I think she had some avocado green uh, appliances. Your mom has pictures of your nursery. Mm-hmm. Nurseries have come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably a big deal back then, though. My nursery was really good looking. Uh, Harvest gold was a color they loved. Yeah. You know, and I love it when you, you know, you'll still see showing up at a potluck at church every now and then, some avocado green Tupperware. We've had Harvest Gold appliances. Some Harvest Gold ourselves. Where was that? Um, didn't we have Harvest Gold in that apartment in Lubbock? Harvest Gold. Uh, I think you're right. I think it was Harvest Gold. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then then remember they came in and resurfaced our counters. Do you remember that? In Lubbock? Yeah, they resurfaced our counters in Lubbock. I don't remember what they looked like when they were done, but... I don't either. I remember there was guys, they were like, hey, uh, you guys get to choose an upgrade. And we chose the surface, counter surfaces. Hmm. I don't know. I don't don't remember hardly anything, but I do remember that. And then the other shout out uh, to give would be to Scott Jeffries on the Grow Up blog. No, yeah, the Grow Up blog and Grow Up Ministries. Scott was my roommate in college, and he put a blog out the other day. That's I think, Is it called just growupblog.com? I think so, I think yeah. that's what it is. Um, anyway, you look him up, Scott Jeffries Grow Up Blog, as a Christian blog. And uh, Scott mentioned our podcast as a podcast that he listens to. 
And Scott doesn't mess around. So if he thought this was as bad as we think it is, he would not have said. That's the first thing I said when I saw it. I said, I know Scott, and he would not have said that if he didn't mean it. Yeah, he was nice. He said, here's just a couple people trying to live the Christian life. and That really inspired us to, yeah. you know, move forward. To cast, to cast our And we got another big podcast. shout out. What was that? Tim Challies. Oh, this was more mentioned your, this our is, podcast. Oh, actually, Tim did. He mentioned our podcast. You know, I wonder if Tim Challies listens <laughs> to our podcast. <laughs> and I love it how we, we you know, we're, we, I, I pastor, uh, and Melissa's the first lady of a. So we, we don't have, like in Baptist world we don't have like the man is the pastor. I see some churches like pastors Chad and Melissa Edgington. We don't play that game, y'all. We don't have lady pastors. I have had someone in our church, I can't remember who it was, said that we were the pastors. No. It's yeah, pastor. I, they said that. It's, I'm the pastor. Okay? <laughs> I don't want you to get any ideas. There's no question you're There's the pastor. The pa- I'm the pastor and you're the first lady of the church, but you're not the you're not the pastor. No, I'm not the pastor. No. And no. I, I do not do have any desire to be the pastor. <laughs> Oh man, let me let me. I think you're now. You're getting a little loud. Let me back you up a little bit. <laughs> when you laugh, it makes. I'm sorry. You see these, and I laugh a lot. Do you see the waveforms here? I see. That's you messing up right here and here. That's me distorting the. Yeah, whole it distorts thing. it. Sorry. People don't want to hear that distorted audio. But anyway. Those uh, are those are happy sounds, Chad. Those are happy sounds, but they would be happier if they weren't distorted. I just need to back up when yeah, I'm laughing. Yeah, when laughing. you laugh. <laughs> You know, that's how you do it. So you didn't mess up the wave. Bottom. Yeah, you're right. So anyway, I, I've I've lost my train of thought. Oh, I was wondering, you know, we uh, we pastor at these this little, uh, you know, Baptist church out here on the plains of Texas, and uh, it's a it's a wonderful church, and the people love the Lord. Um, but I'm not sure how many of our people are just really keeping up with Christian blogging. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we posted that on Facebook. I was like, "Look what Melissa! Look what!" But Meli- you haven't explained what it was. What uh, the, what Tim Challies did? Yeah. Yeah. So a post on uh, Tim Challies had an article where he listed out the ten his ten favorite bloggers, of and he 2016. reads he reads at like a hundred blogs or two hundred blogs or something. So top ten bloggers of 2016, and Melissa was one of the top ten. So I said, "Look who made the list!" You know. Uh, on Facebook, and all the people, they have no idea who Tim Challies is. <laughs> Most of them probably don't even know you have a blog. They probably do, but then they were just like, "That's amazing! You made the top." And 10. they're so sweet. They're, this is what this is what they do. We are just so proud of your accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. It's like they have no yeah, idea. We don't really know what that means. Yeah. It's like, well, that basically means she won blogging. <laughs> she won it, y'all. Top ten. That was you know? that was so. She's going crazy, to a bowl game. Amazing. Yeah, so that was really cool, and I thought that's funny. I wonder if Tim's really ever listened to the blog. If he has, I doubt that he has gotten very far into it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wonder if Tim heard about my fan that likes my little voices. <laughs> Do you know what her name was? I can't remember her name. Uh, she wrote a she wrote a comment. She said, "I just love Chad's voices." 
And I just want to always, I, every time I sit down here to do a podcast, I just want to do little voices for her. And now whenever Chad feels sad that the Cowboys lost or that he had a bad day at work, he just thinks back to that comment. Yeah, I have a fan. And then he floats around <laughs> on cloud nine. <laughs> well, and, I, and I do my, Je- my Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, well, so, well, let's give Tim a shout out in so, case yeah, he is just, listening. Yeah, it's eight minutes into the program. I don't think that he's. I don't, I don't think, think he's made so it either. this far. He's like, oh my so. gosh, that music was so boring. I think that he he might have made it five minutes into the first episode. So, do a sound check before if, maybe, you start. You know, if he if he heard Stow and Go, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. That he's still he's still around. Yeah, we we went to visit some friends. Uh, I'll give him a little shout out. Andy and Ashley Rogers, and we showed up and we showed him our new minivan. He was like, "Stow and go, man! It's a stow and go." <laughs> so I was like, "Oh yeah, pretty awesome." Oh. Well, anyway, it's 2017, and uh, third day in, and uh, how how are you doing so far on 2017? Um. It could be a lot worse. I mean, I I didn't make any resolutions. <laughs> Therefore, I have not broken a single resolution. There you go. Did you make any resolutions? Uh, yeah, I've got I've got a lot of them actually. Really? Mm-hmm. I've got a list of six. So six. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what they are without looking at the list, but I'm gonna review them. So you're really committed to these six things that you. I mean, they're they're all kind of the same. They thing. mean so much it's to like, you that. Yeah, well, they, I can I can give you quite a few. I mean, it's like read the Bible more. Yeah. Pray more. Spend more time on my sermon preparation. Um, start visitation teams at the church. I mean, it's, a lot of it's just like for my job. Right. You know, I want I want one of my res one of my resolutions was to. Work on getting the buzz out of our sound system at church. And you accomplished third, that one today. Third day in. Third day. And also, third day of uh, January of uh, 2017, and I've eaten tacos two out of three days <laughs> from Taco Casa. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. So one of so Chad's big birthday. I mean Christmas present. This was your big one. Was. I got him a Taco Casa t-shirt. Oh, yeah, that was my big... Because he truly is Taco Casa's biggest fan. Taco Casa, if you're listening, <laughs> the Edgington family keeps y'all in business. <laughs> <laughs> he loves the tacos. I love tacos. And, and this year, we bought the Taco Casa... Calendar. Calendar, yeah. which has three coupons every month to go use at Taco <laughs> Casa. <laughs> Yeah, We're so I all bought, in. I, I, I just am now learning about restaurant calendars. I just want to see you sitting in Taco Casa wearing your Taco Casa shirt. With my calendar. With a meal that you got free with your coupon from your oh, calendar. Yeah. Well, yesterday we used the, you know, get, buy a super burrito, get uh, equal or lesser value burrito. So, but, but it made sense to buy that calendar for $10. But the the uh, the Chick Fil A calendar just that one blew my mind. Uh, I was not expecting them to sell me a calendar. So we're in the we're in the line, and I'm not gonna even eat. I'm just pulling around to get the kids some food. And uh, this guy is standing there. You know the Chick Fil A uh, uh, drive-through is crazy because you know used to you would pull up to a machine like a 
when uh what would you a microphone with a menu on it or a menu with a microphone on it <laughs> it's a really big microphone <laughs> get the whole menu on it <laughs> and uh so you plucked this microphone <laughs> and uh now and you order and you go to the first window and the second window and that was a big deal when they started putting the you know the first window in and then you went to because back in the day you just went to the microphone and then went around to the window yeah but now you show up and there's like a you know a couple of dopey looking kids walking up and down the lane with these computers and they're getting your name and they're they're walking along like can you pull up a little bit for like they want to walk along they're like tripping over the curb and then you got a guy there that's just handing you sauce. And another one taking payment, and then you get up to the window, and they've got your food. It's amazing how they keep all that going together. You know? Yeah, it's really well. This is you're talking about the best Chick Fil A I've ever been to in my life, which is in Wichita Falls, Texas. It's a good one. Which is managed by Mary Beth Leach, From who Borman. is a friend of mine. Yeah. And it is truly a remarkable Chick Fil A. When you go in the bathroom, there's a sign. First of all, there's mouthwash in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and there's a sign that says free diapers and wipes available upon request. Oh, that's nice. I mean, seriously. That is really that's nice. It's so good. And you know what they do at that one that I love is if you say something to them like, hey, thanks for giving me that sauce, they say, my pleasure. I'm like, that is so creative that they've thought to do that. You they, know they do that at I every know, Chick-fil-A. I know. I know. My pleasure. <laughs> You're, I sometimes try to my pleasure, you know, I'm like, no, my pleasure. Or, you know, if they say thank you to me, I say my pleasure. <laughs> just to throw them off a little bit. Yeah, just like, hmm, that's weird. Does he know something we don't know? Is he from corporate? I don't know. That's funny. Like I'm a secret shopper. So anyway, so we pull around and we get to the guy who's taking the payment. Oh, yeah, I forgot about says, our story. hey, would you like to buy a cow calendar? A cow calendar. Now, see, that's <laughs> one thing people never ask me in my life. I've never even heard those two words used in the same sentence. Hey, would you like to buy a cow calendar? I was like, you know, sort of, I'm, I'm, I don't even know what I'm thinking, but I mean, I turned 40, I'm about to turn 42. I'm not thinking clearly. pretty much any of the time i feel like my brain has quit working and uh so here's this guy asked me this weird uh he puts these weird uh syllables together cow calendar (laughs) so i look at him and i say i like totally this is like total old man mode right i look and i even get like the agitated old man voice i'm like calculator but i want to buy a calculator i want a chicken sandwich (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a cow calculator oh no a cow cal- <laughs> what about cow calendar <laughs> well I guess the kids had understood that he said cow calendar like everyone in the car had heard cow calendar but me I heard calculator <laughs> daddy why did you say calculator what we doing? You know. it was so funny it was classic old man chat yeah, it was so terrible and I was like, what? In, but it was like, what in the, what in the, why would I want to buy a calendar anyway? Like, even when I found out what it was going on, I was like, what? what? That's lo- loaded with coupons, you know? And I guess, you know. Now, when I heard the, uh, when I heard the, the spiel for the calendar at Taco Casa, I mean, I'm eating there all the time. Uh, it's sort of Trim Healthy Mama, uh, which is our diet. And, uh, 
uh, it has $150. And I looked through every coupon, and I'm like, I can use every single one of these. Yeah. So it's the way to go. Even if we use one a week, we'll get we'll we, we'll spend ten dollars and we'll make a hundred and fifty hundred forty. <laughs> yeah, I I don't need a cow calendar to figure that one out. <laughs> anyway, so um, I would say twenty thirteen is or twenty seventeen is going well. And, uh, Did you say twenty thirteen? Yeah, because I looked here and I saw one and three, and I just said thirteen. It's one three twenty seventeen, but uh, that's the way my mind works these days. Uh, so I'm excited about uh, New Year at uh, church. Uh, the kids getting back to school has been good. I'm still, you know, working through, uh, you know, like I said, rev- resolutions and trying to to get some planning done. And I'm excited about a lot of things that we're gonna be. Doing, I would say I'm excited about a, thing, a lot of things we're not going to be doing, you know? You're, so you're trying really hard not to load up the calendar. It's really hard for me. Yeah. You know? Like it is, I think for some guys, it's hard to put a bunch of stuff on the calendar. For, but I'm always thinking, ooh, we could do this. We could, we could put on a show. You know, I'm also, <laughs> we can do, let's do this and this and this. And uh, and I did. I am going to put on a show. But I thought, you know, if, if there's one thing we should do at church this year, you know, last year we had a marriage conference, a tent revival, evangelism training, and we just had all these things on the calendar. Yeah. And this year, the only thing I really want to put on the calendar at church is a talent show. Only's got talent. Only's got talent. It's going to be a camp fundraiser. And it's and it's gonna be. I haven't really worked it out, but it's gonna be spectacular. Um, singing, uh, dancing, uh, a f- uh, food, salad. Um, Specifically, salad. Chicken spaghetti, because you always have to have that at church. You know what we had at <laughs> at, at my parents' house over Christmas that I, I it's just blowing my mind, and I've eaten it my whole life. But the jello salad with the cheese in it, the shredded cheese. I'd never had that before. It's so bizarre, right? I don't it's think they've so ever. Weird. So I think in the whole time that we've been married, they've never made that. But haven't you had it at church potlucks? Jello salad? Jello salad with shredded cheese. I've in never it. had shredded cheese with it. That was the first time. And I just, I wonder, I wish I knew which woman it was who said, who made jello salad and said, there's just not enough in there to chew up, and I'm going to throw some shredded cheese it's in there. It's good, though. It's so weird, and you're, the whole time you're eating it, your you're brain like, is going, like, this is cheese. Yeah, your brain is grossed out, but your mouth is like, take another bite. Take another bite. <laughs> it's so weird. You need more of that cheese. It's so good. Yeah. And sure. then you feel weird for just, liking it. Just cheddar cheese, right? Yeah. Hey, so at the talent show, salad. And Jello salad with what? What if we did a whole town, ta- a whole dinner theater with just congealed salads? That would be gross. That would be. <laughs> that would be like some church potlucks that I've been to. Yeah, <laughs> they don't do them like that anymore. But I've seen some pretty glorious congealed salads. I mean, we we we, go- we have some great stories that we cannot tell about church potlucks through the years. <laughs> Yeah, we do, don't Some we? Some fantastic ones. <laughs> yeah. It's too bad we can't tell them. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> if you want to hear those, 
you just have to call us and say, give me the lowdown. <laughs> Tell me about this or that. I can't even say anything about it, but we, we got some good stories. Anyway, so we're going to have a show, but it's hard to not, you know, there's so many great things you can do. And you can get all these ideas and you can think that you, when you're just at church busy doing things that you're doing a good job of church. Mm-hmm. It's not really the, that's really not the case. Yeah. Um, you can be, you can be doing a great thing when you're busy, but you aren't guaranteed that you're doing a great thing when you're busy. Sometimes being busy is the opposite of the best thing. Well, I think we just say, well, what, what, what do we need to do to kind of get this place going? And right. I think you really do get into a, let's put on a show kind of an attitude. And there's great things to do. Um, the marriage conference we did was fantastic. I'm glad we we did it. I would do it again. Um, same with the tent revivals. A lot of work, but you know it was great for our church. It was great for the outreach and the people that have come to Christ since then. Uh, so great stuff. But but are we? You know, I've I've, I've ordered the <clears throat> the new book, uh, the Vine Project, which is the follow up to. The Trellis in the Vine. Mm-hmm. So Matthias Media put this out a couple of years ago. Maybe it's both. Gosh, it's probably been five years since it came out. It's been longer than that. You think so? Uh-huh. Okay, so it's been quite a while. And Trellis in the Vine was a great book about just disciple making and and kind of the actual spiritual work that needs to go on in our churches and, and deci- the discipleship work that needs to go on in our churches. And I wonder, you know, if we really honestly evaluate everything we're doing at church and I'm not just talking about our church, that where I'm the pastor and you're the first lady, but I'm talking about if if we looked at just kind of the culture in our in our Southern Baptist tribe, if we looked at the culture, how much how much of uh, uh, what percentage of the things that we are doing are actually leading to disciples being made, mm-hmm. and if they're not leading to disciples being made, why are we doing them? Right. You know. I mean, and there may be a good answer. Like, well, we do them because it, you know, builds unity in the body. We do them because it's fun. And, and this is how, you know, in the context of our church is where we have fun and have some entertainment, you know. Uh, you know, but there's so many programs and and c- customs and traditions and all these things that we do. Do we ever sit back and take a hard look and say, is this really worth doing? Is this have kingdom value? And I think that was the idea. So I'm looking forward to reading that that Vine Project book. I've heard people talk about it. It's been out since last April, and I haven't just haven't downloaded it uh, to see what it's about. But I thought, uh, you know, since we're I've kind of trying to keep things off the calendar and stick to the the basics of of what we're supposed to be doing as a church. I'm interested in reading that and maybe trying to implement some of that um, in 2017 by not doing just all the things that I naturally just want to do right? to mobilize people or, um, you know, I, I do, we are going to have a talent show though. So I can't wait. Yeah, I guess it'll have to be a disciple making talent show, but it's going to be. Sawyer's trying to decide if he's going to play the piano or whistle. <laughs> really? He's a pretty good whistler. Yeah, he's got a good little whistle. He has started whistling the hymns in church. Is that what he's doing now? Yeah, it's really cool. You told him about a guy that used to do that? My grandfather used oh, to do that. Oh, he's your grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. So Sawyer's a hymn whistler now? He's a hymn whistler. I haven't seen him down there whistling. 
Was, he's pretty good. Really? He you know, be... he was inspired by Bing Crosby because we've oh. watched these Bing Crosby movies over Christmas. Yeah. And being such a great whistler. Yeah. Well, that's funny. He said, well, I'll play the piano and sing. I thought he said he was, might play the piano and whistle. Isn't that what he said he would do? He said he will play the piano and sing or whistle, I guess. Yeah, sing yeah. Or, or whistle. Maybe he meant he was going to play the piano and whistle at well, the same plays, time. Yeah. yeah, which that would that would take some skill. Yeah, that's what I call talent. Yeah, I can't even talk and play guitar at the same time. I was trying to sort of pray and play Sunday, you know, trying to be you know, one of those guys. That one of those puts, worship puts leaders. Puts a little bit of ambiance behind his prayers. <laughs> Which I should have just told CJ, when I pray, play a little bit. Yeah. But I thought, oh, I'll just do it. And I was like, Lord, we thank you. We thank you on the first year of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I, heard, I went back and listened to myself do it. I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> did you really say that? Yeah. Because I didn't even notice. Yeah, I said, on the first year of the day, <laughs> when we got out our new cow calendars. <laughs> and all the old men said, "What calculator? Well, a calculator? Why don't we get a calculator out?" <laughs> anyway, well, so it's been a popular thing, you know, for a few years in the blogging world for bloggers to come up with a word for the oh, year. Oh yeah, yeah, we're, and we're going to do that for our church—a word for the year. Do you have a word for your blog for the year? No, I, I've never really done the word for the year. Um, but I think, I think, what are you I was just at? thinking how you could, you could think of some like funny words. Like know. what? I don't like burp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, you did it there. Sorry. The word for the year is belch. <laughs> That's so deep and meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. It comes from deep within. <laughs> <laughs> The word for the year is ear crust. Is that even a thing? <laughs> Wax? I don't that's know. two words. Yeah, that's true. That was two words. Anyway. Um, Dandruff. I, so I was... <laughs> <laughs> Why do all your words of the year have to do with disgusting bodily like, functions? I'm like itchy right now just thinking Gross. about it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I've been thinking about if we were to come up with a word for our year. I mean, us as a... Team. A, a team, okay. Scabies. <laughs> is, that, is that a good one? Is that a skin disease? I don't even yes. know what that is. Yeah. It's... It is, and I think it's it's like I think oh I don't even want to think about it. Okay, scabies. Yes. No, that wasn't what I was thinking. So my thought was the word dynamite. Would you quit? I'm just, I'm just guessing. Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what would your word be? Um, For real, not... No sci-fi and no bodily um, functions. My word would be... Um, <laughs> it's really hard. I don't know. Do you want to hear what your word is? Hold on, let me think. Because you already came up with it. Oh, what is it? Open. I came up with it? Yes. Write that down. That's good. Okay. When did so, I come up with that? Well, and all these conversations that you and I have been having lately. 
And I think that you and I both are kind of spiritually open, kind of at a opening, (laughs) (laughs) a grand opening. I was gonna say. Have to turn your microphone down. I I apologize for her poor mic. For her poor mic skills. You're the one who's making me laugh so much. Yeah. Really, what you should do. Hold on. What if you want? <clears throat> no. Move your face to the side right here. How's this? That's that's proper mic technique. Well, how come you've never showed me that before? I'm just you're just a rookie. I'm sitting right here. You're looking at me the but, whole time. And I'm showing you proper mic technique. Do you see me talking right into the mic? I'm on the side. This is like NPR magic. You learn this over time. Well, you are a former DJ. You could have let me in on the secret. I know, I know. But see, I feel like I, I, I can't hear myself at all. Sound, can you hear me? Yeah, you sound good. Okay. When you can move in a little closer. So, <clears throat> anyway, so I was trying to make it some kind of spiritual point here. I'm fixing this here for you. That sounded like it went off. Is it still Hello? On? <laughs> Am oh, I still there? You're good. You're good. Okay. I'm so, right into it. Okay. Uh, On the side, like that. Just training her. Sounded like the kids. Here, that's some on-air training. And you also, okay. if you'll, if you'll, now here's what, just think of me as your coach. I had a guy tell me that once. When you, when you talk, smile, and that smile. I'm smiling the whole time. That smile that's will. That's the problem. I'm laughing. The too smile much. will come through. And people will hear it. That I smile. learned that when we went out to that studio in Midland and recorded, you really could hear a difference. You can hear a smile. It's so yeah. weird. It's and true. now, whenever I listen to recordings, and I can tell that they're smiling when they're singing. Yeah, it's good. So strange. Uh, so, what were you going to say about opening, grand opening? Open. Open. That open would be our word for 2017 because I think that based on the conversations we've been having. Mm-hmm. I feel like that we are feeling a sense of openness about what God might want to, the extent to which God might want to reveal himself to us. Right. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. Because I feel like sometimes people like you and me, maybe, um, we we get caught up in a lot of things that maybe are non-essentials, mm-hmm. and we, I don't know if maybe we stunt our own spiritual experience because we think we know how this or that's going to go, instead of yeah, being I don't know open if to what the Holy Spirit I don't know if would want to do. I don't know if I'd say it's, it's uh, non-essentials, it's almost like we get... We we don't want to really mess with anything that's not essential. So if if we say, well, that this is, you know, I I think a lot of it with with uh, has to do with my my thinking about the Holy Spirit. This is where this is really where my um, openness is opening up in a very open way. Is I see what I did there. Grand opening. Yeah, it was grand opening. So. <clears throat> I don't know. I've had a few conversations with some people, and and uh, one thing that's really been interesting is uh, we've had uh, you know coming to our church some people from different backgrounds uh, denominationally, 
it's it's kind of a a lot of people are kind of landing at our church, but they've come from all sorts of places, including some uh, Assembly of God, uh, more Pentecostal type background. And so I'm kind of aware of that when I'm teaching. I'm I'm thinking through what my experience has been, but as I'm teaching and 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 listening to what people are saying, I'm also thinking about their experience. And there's that contrast of experiences where I think. One thing in my tradition as being a Southern Baptist, we've always been really strong on, on justification, on our soteriology, um, and talking about those things. And we've, we've been very, we're very orderly, do a lot of things really well. And yet there is sometimes not as much openness to anything that might be outside the playbook. Uh, and so maybe we're, because we're so... Uh, narrowly thinking about our walk with Christ, we're missing a lot of stuff that's going on Mm -hmm. because we're not expecting it. And so now my prayer is just, God, I'm just what I'm expecting you to do something amazing. Right. I'm expecting you to truly do beyond what I could ask or imagine. And uh, I think to, you know, and I, and I've considered myself, you know, as far as spiritual gifts are concerned, a cessationist. And I don't, I don't know that I would change my understanding there um except that i would say yeah you know the gifts if they haven't if they haven't ceased they've definitely changed the the apostolic uh gifts that were the the sign sorts of gifts uh those i believe have really changed they, they don't they're not really operating the same way they were in the first century i think even early church fathers recognized that but that doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit's not doing great and amazing things around us if we'll just if we'll just pay attention right. and we'll be open to His leading to be to be led by the Spirit. Um, and I don't want to say, yeah, uh, all the gifts have completely ceased. I mean, I would say I'm a cessationist, and, and they've ceased in some sense, uh, but maybe they haven't ceased altogether. So maybe I'm kind of thinking back to my the- systematic theology class with Dr. Yarnell at Southwestern, where he, his position was open, but cautious. And I think that's a that's a good place to be. You're open, but you're going to test every spirit and hold on to what's good. Right. And that's really where I am right now, is when someone comes up to me and they're, they're like, here's this prophecy. You know, I think three months ago, whenever someone came and brought to me and said, here's a prophecy from so-and-so about this or that, whatever it is, elections or Israel and all the end times and all that, I would just be like, oh, my gosh. You know, I would have a bad attitude about it, um, just thinking, well, there's no way God could be speaking to this guy. And now I think uh, 90% chance I don't think God's going to be speaking to this guy because he's not, he, you know, he's he's off base and it's, uh, it's I feel like it's tickling ears. But <clears throat> now when someone comes up to me, if they said, hey, I think God want, wants me to say this to you, I'm going to listen. You know, and I want to be open, and I want I want to open the scripture and see what God has to say to me, and and I want you know I believe that Bible is living and active, and it's guiding, and and that it's true, and that we can be able to experience what the Bible is saying that we can experience. So I'm not really necessarily having a complete shift in my views on these things. I'm pretty much still. Um, you know, you, if you want to come to me and, and and see me jumping around with a tambourine or something, you're likely to be disappointed. But I I think 
it's more of an openness. <laughs> actually, I'll do I've that. seen you jumping yeah, around. Yeah, I was going to be like, you know, I actually do that. I, maybe I'm Pentecostal. <laughs> I've been known to bust a tambourine. But I think. But I've never run up a church, run up and down the church aisle with it. No, no, you you haven't done that. You know what my favorite tambourine move that they've got is where they play the tambourine and they kick their legs. You seen that one? Yeah. That that's sort of like a holy kick step. Yeah. It's a good move. Get your praise banners out, y'all. I I think my feeling on it is just that, um, you know, I I don't want to miss anything that the Holy Spirit. Right. Does whatever God's got it for us, I want it. I want it. I don't want to miss it because I'm just because I'm skeptical. You know what I mean? Right. So I don't want to be a skeptic and I don't want to be a cynic. I want to be I want to be wise and discerning, but I don't want to approach things with sort of a preconceived attitude about what God could or could not do. Which I I'm sure that I I do that. I think probably there are limits in my, you know in my mind as to what's going on. But I just want to, you know, like say, be more open to the Spirit's leading. And I don't think that's going to look like me necessarily walking around telling the future. But I hope that looks like me loving people more mm-hmm. and wanting to pray more and feeling or sensing or having um, more of a communion with God through the power of the Holy Spirit um, to see where the Lord is leading me in day-to-day, moment-by-moment decisions. And I can say, oh, no, it's only the third day in, and there hasn't been some huge revelation in 2017. But I've been, I've been thinking about the change. You know, I think about it every year when the year changes, um, <clears throat> on the first year of the day. I think about it. No, I'm just kidding. So, but, well, I think, you know, if you if you really are focused on this idea of being open and that is going to help you accomplish your six things on your list mm-hmm. whatever you're, they if are you're really being open to what the holy spirit wants to do you know yeah and maybe those aren't the six things he wants me to do but right. I, I there those are things that i want to do that or want to, the, that's sort of the way it's not really the thing i want to do it's how i want to operate right. i want to operate in the power of the holy spirit and just be there in the zone where i'm ready for anything that could happen and so I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited about um, the possibility. I feel that's um, that really leads leads you to a great sense of optimism and hope mm-hmm. in people. That you know, I'm not just looking at people thinking, "Oh, this, 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 this person's the same. They're never going to change." You're like, gosh, you know, uh, the Holy Spirit can change that person. Right. It can radically mess up their life and t- make them a different person. It doesn't even take him that long to do it. So we're just going to see what God has in store as we move from the old year to the new year. And it's exciting. How's open. the open open openness? I like it. Yeah. I'm glad I thought of that. Hey, you're smart. Yeah. You just so. don't remember it. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, now when you say that, I do I, I can see how I've used that word quite a bit, open open but cautious, you know. I want to still be discerning. But I don't want to let the fact that I feel like I've got more of a discerning type heart uh, make me a cynic or make me skeptical. And so, so you had a big day with Adelaide yesterday. It was her birthday. Went to American Girl Store. 
We did. You went we're, to Olive Garden. We're 39 minutes in. I think we oh. could, you know. You want to wrap it up? I think we could. Yeah, I, I did have an awesome day with Adelaide yesterday. So you just don't want to talk about what I want to talk about. She turned 12. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe that. And we went and had a big day in the Metroplex. The Metroplex. Yeah. Which is... Chad, I, I, there's no way I can explain this that will make you happy, so you just describe it. Well, I think you just say it's the greater metropolitan area surrounding Dallas and Fort Worth. And Jake Bailey was telling me how his, his brother and him were talking about the, the term metroplex and said nobody that lives in the metroplex uses the term metroplex. And I, don't, I, I don't know if I, we ever did. Because when you live up there, you don't say, yeah, I'm from the Metroplex. You say, I'm from Bedford, I'm from Hearst, I'm from Euless, I'm from Arlington, I'm from Irving. Well, you grew up outside of it. And so whenever you would say, yeah, my mom and me, were, um, we're going to Dallas to go shopping. I never said that. I said Fort Worth. We didn't go to Dallas to go shopping. Oh, you would say Dallas. No, I wouldn't. I'm telling you, that's what you, you did. You used to no, say that. Don't I make me not. fight with you on this show. I did not I did not say Dallas. I wouldn't say that. We went to Fort Worth. Because I trained you to quit saying that you were going to Dallas when you were really going to Fort Worth. Wrong. It's so not, anyway, I'm telling you, there's, I there's no way that I can talk about any place in the Metroplex without Chad doing this thing that he's doing right now because he gets very annoyed. Where did y'all go? We went to Dallas. No, you went to Irving. You went to Who cares? It's Fort all Worth. the same. It's just a mass of traffic and annoyances. That's I, all I it is. I don't disagree with you. It's just a Lowe's and a Home Depot every five miles. That's all it is. I understand that. But there are clearly defined borders of, you know, incorporated cities yeah. throughout the whole thing. So, yeah, so you start saying Metroplex when you move away just to explain. If you live in the Metroplex, the I'm not trying to insult your <clears throat> the, your home. But you should move away from there. I like going there and going to your malls. I like leaving there. I enjoy that. <laughs> it's some great feeling. It doesn't matter if you're on I-20 or 199 or... I-30, whatever, just when you break free from it. Every time we go there, we think, if only these people could live in Olney, they would have a much happier life. I know. It's it's nuts. So if you're out there and you've got a small business or some something you would like to relocate to Olney, we would love to have you in Olney and at First Baptist Church with your tithe. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> No. He's just being open. I'm being open to the possibility of you moving here. Uh, but it, yeah, it is a great place to live, and uh, I'm glad it's not the Metroplex. What were you even going to say about the Metroplex? Oh, you, you, you went up we there went for the, the American Girl to go to the American Girl store. We went to Dallas. Yes. <laughs> they went to Dallas. They actually did. So That's where the American Girl store is, mm-hmm. at the Galleria. All right. Well, it's 42 minutes in now. Yep, I think it's time. We're going to wrap this sucker up. And I hope you've enjoyed um, the first podcast for the Your Mom Has a Blog podcast of 2017. <laughs> yes, it's been fun. Yeah, any other parting words? I know what we can do. We can put on a show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. God bless you. Let's say our word together on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Belch. I'm just saying, I'm just kidding. Ready? <laughs>
One, two, three. Scabies. <laughs> You're not even trying. All right, ready? Let's do open. One, two, three. Open. Try it again. Ready? Open. Open. Let's say it together. Open. open. <laughs> One more time. Open. 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 <laughs>